that piece of knowing that he is able to be found in everything and looking for ways where Jesus can be found in your life. So by seeking his will and by constantly having dialogue with him. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, I am so excited for you to hear today's testimony with Elise Rooney. Elise lives in Australia with her husband and two, soon to be three, children. She is passionate about empowering women to simplify their life and home so they can walk in faith and be present for their family. Elise started the Wholesome Mama brand as a platform and a community for overwhelmed and exhausted mothers to find joy and encouragement and start to thrive and enjoy their life. I really loved talking with Elise. She is such an awesome woman, and I'm really glad to have her as a friend now. We had a great time. I actually got to go on her podcast, and we just had a lot of fun chatting back and forth. So enjoy this episode. Well, thank you so much, Elise, for coming on the podcast today. I'm really excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So let's just go ahead and jump right in and I just want to know, have you always had a relationship with God? Has he always been part of your life or was there a certain point when you kind of met God in your life? Yeah. So I grew up in a Christian family. I have a beautiful legacy, I guess, that goes before me of um, wonderful Christian parents, Christian grandparents. So very, very blessed in that respect. But still growing up, I guess there comes a point where you have to know that God is real for yourself. And for me, I think the biggest turning point was the year after I finished high school and I just didn't know what to do with my life. And I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I felt a bit hopeless and lost. Uh, And one night in my bed, I just said, okay, God, if you're real, then let's do this. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So I love that you shared that you have a legacy and that's so special because I don't think that's always the case. And that's something that like I'm praying for my family because my husband and I, while our family have always believed in God, we didn't really have like that deep faith that we grew up in. Like we weren't going to church when we were kids or anything. So I always tell my kids like, you guys are lucky when, when they're complaining but one day they'll see, but I pray for that, like leaving that legacy, starting that legacy. And that is so special and awesome. And then the other point that you made was something that actually came up on our 
my last testimony Tuesday was with Ashley. She was talking about how she also actually always like grew up with, you know, a faith background and her family was always in church, but then there came to that point where she had to own her faith. And that was kind of what you said. And I think that's really interesting. It's actually really helpful for me as I'm raising kids to understand that like, I can't like push them towards it or, you know, walk, like make them walk that path, but like setting the example and then definitely making sure that I'm setting them up in a way where they like want to have that relationship or that they like go after it eventually. So that's kind of a cool theme that's come up. Yeah. It's like, you know, of God and you grow up knowing of God and like I grew up in church and all that, but then yeah, it gets to a point where you go, okay, I need to experience the presence of God for myself because just knowing of God isn't enough. So true. That's so good. Yeah. Knowing of God isn't the same as like knowing God deeply and intimately. So good. So was that really the turning point in your relationship with God or was there another, another turning point? So that was pretty much the biggest turning point. So from there, I then decided that uh, I would go all in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started going to my a different church to my mum and dad just so I could sort of not be known as mum and dad's daughter. Um, <laughs> And then I went to Bible college and so I went down that path and then I always just thought I'd be in ministry, which kind of now is kind of coming through. But um, I guess the other turning point in my relationship with God was walking through, I guess, walking through different challenges and learning just to trust him on deeper levels So while I wouldn't say I've necessarily turned away from God and then turned back, it's just this constant journey of turning closer to God, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think that's true for all believers is that we definitely go through different times in our life where we kind of cling to God more. And when things are going better, we kind of, you know, stray a little bit. But when did you feel closest to God in your life? Uh, so really in the past 12 months after my daughter was born, I had um, postnatal depression and PS, PSTD, post-traumatic PTSD. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she was really, she was really unwell and ended up in hospital for a little while. And so coming out of that was a really tough season and I was just trying to do things in my own strength. And it was one night at church that I felt the Holy Spirit talk to me. And I am not someone who is like, I feel the Holy Spirit talking to me all the time. But this was a really uh, tangible thing in my spirit where I felt God say, don't you trust me? And I thought, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I trust you. Like, of course of course I trust you and it was this where he kept asking over and over again I got to a point of going no I don't okay I don't because I'm trying to do this and I don't know that you've got this because this is big and like I'm a Christian I meant to even have 
postnatal depression be dealing with all this stuff like you say you give me peace but like so i just so no i don't trust you uh and then so i decided okay well what am i doing heard myself talking to god in my head and thought what are you doing (laughs) um so then in that moment then giving over that complete trust uh is probably when i felt closest uh to god i love that i think that is such a theme among believers and like literally on this the testimony tuesdays that i've had is that's that feeling of surrender because Mm -hmm. we really truly ultimately have to surrender eventually or we won't ever know that true comfort that he can provide and I know that's another thing is that people think like you're supposed to like audibly hear from God or, and some people do, but I think that was an important point that you made was that we don't always, we're not like constantly every day, just like, you know, fill the Holy spirit, like deeply closely, even though the Holy spirit dwells within us, but there are those moments that you're just like, Oh yeah, that was God. And I also like the point that you made that, I'm, am I meant to feel this way if I'm a believer? Like, why are you letting me feel this way? And wow, what? That's a really amazing, like, testament to, like, God doesn't promise that it's always going to be easy, but he promises that he will always be with us. And yeah. thank you for sharing that. And I think that, did you just have an episode come out on your journey, like your postpartum journey? That'll be great for people to, um, I can link that in the show notes because that'll probably be really helpful for some people who have gone through that. I think that's so important. Just especially to not feel like alone in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how old is your daughter now? She's nearly two. Okay. Awesome. So if you could thank God for one incident in your faith journey, what would it be? I looking back now would honestly say that it would be that whole experience because learning to fully surrender and it is that as you said it is that utter surrender where you go i have nothing left i have nothing else to give i have nothing else to try i've done everything in my own strength and it is not working Uh, into as horrible as it was and I wouldn't really want to go through it again um, or see anyone else go through it but now looking back the lessons that I've learned and now I'm so much easier able to come to a place of complete surrender with God to go okay my hands are off it's your will not mine so that as hard as it was would yeah, be Yeah, I think that makes me think of Romans eight twenty eight, where it says God works together all things for the good of those who, who love Him. And I think that actually could be a lot of people's stories. Is like that dark place is was like the time you felt closest to God, or was like the best time because you got closer to God. So that's an encouragement for anybody who's going through something hard. And I can definitely say that's a story from my life of just those hard times and a reminder that God is always with us and we can look to him, we can trust him and he hasn't abandoned us. So that's awesome. Totally. Totally. So how does God meet your needs? 
This is a, a funny question because my first reaction was, well, is like, I don't know, but he just does. <laughs> <laughs> he just somehow does. And I think um, the Bible verse that comes to mind is in Matthew where it says, uh, seek first the kingdom of God uh, and all these other things will be added to you and be you will be blessed and then don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow's got its own worries. So don't even go there. Uh, but that that's what I found is by surrendering to God and putting him first and seeking his will and his guidance on every decision. So with uh, having another baby and looking at uh, we need to buy a new car and things like even the little things we seek God in because he's never going to say this is too little for me to care about. Yes, exactly. I love yeah. that. I love that Bible verse that you mentioned too. Yeah. Yeah. So just seeking his will. And so, and he's never failed us. He's yes. Never. Yeah. I read a book last year called A Praying Life, and that was really like the point of it was how to, how to have a closer relationship with God through your prayers, but also like that nothing is too small or insignificant to pray for, like a parking spot or a green light or, you know what I mean? Anything. So I love yes, that. That's so I good. am all for praying <laughs> for parking spots and green yes. lights on the way to somewhere when you have to get somewhere. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. And um, let's see. So how have you changed in the past five years, Elise? So five, five years ago, and it was kind of good because we've been married five years in two weeks. So this was kind oh, of nice. a nice way to sort of see uh, <laughs> who I've become, but, and not just from a point of being married but it was just good to get some perspective on mm-hmm. Elise five years ago was a very uh timid person who cared way too much about what people thought mm. and I disguised that by saying that I um was putting other people first uh so really I was getting through life, people pleasing my way, but, and thinking that that was a really uh, humble thing to do because I was putting other people first, but really, uh, and I've since now through going on a bit more of a holistic journey in looking at my wellness, uh, like how you do mind, body, spirit, it's, not just one thing. Um, and a lot of my mind was, okay, actually, I don't have a good mindset on life. So uh, learning how to really tap into who God has made me to be and live in that authentically, um, which I guess has really only been this year that that's really coming through. But yeah, my mind is probably, and then through that, I'm a lot healthier, a lot happier uh, than I was five years ago. 
Yeah, I love that. So you finally found like your identity in Christ rather than other people. That's awesome. So how do you see yourself now? Uh, <laughs> it's a funny question. But uh, how I see myself now. So I just see myself as a woman of God and that what he, I guess for me, my life and looking at my life comes back to seeking his will for it. Uh, and so I don't see myself as a people-pleasing, shy, want to be friends with everybody. Yes, I want to be friends with everyone, but I'm not going to try and change myself to mould and fit into, which I guess I did from a very young age and then just sort of kept going into adulthood until I thought, yeah, this isn't working. So yeah, I think, great. yeah, now I'm learning to see myself more as God sees me. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that as a daughter of the King. And I think that's so true because I think I still struggle with that sometimes of like, what do they think of me? Or do they like me? Do they really want me to come? And it seems so silly as an adult woman, but yeah, I think that is so beautiful when you can really just be like, well, this is who I am and find that just fulfillment and love in God. Love that. So you've already mentioned a couple of scriptures, but are there any other scriptures that are special to you? Uh, yes. So John sixteen thirty three. Uh, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Which I think, so that was a verse that I um, found in that moment in my bedroom back when I was 17 or 18, going, okay, God, if you're real, then I need to know and I need to know now because I don't want to do this. And I uh, put on a Hillsong United album and one of their songs was Take Heart, which is based around this verse. And so then I found this verse and that, so this verse has really been what I cling to. And then particularly this year, um, there's been a lot of troubles and we've need a lot of peace. So that's actually what I thought of when you said that um that scripture, I thought that's a great one for right now and for the world. So hopefully people will be encouraged by that verse. Yeah. Yeah. So take heart. He's already, he's already overcome. He's already done it. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Amen. (laughs) So you've already talked a little bit about this, but what difference has Jesus made in your life? I guess it's comes back to that peace that piece of knowing that he is able to be found in everything and looking for ways where Jesus can be found in your life. So by seeking his will and by constantly having dialogue with him and I'm not one who's able to sit and pray for hours and hours like i have two little kids and that just doesn't work but I'm constantly in the day going Jesus like I just pray for that or you know if something comes up Jesus I need to feel you Jesus I need you to make this um clear for me 
Um, and so it's having that, like a best friend, I guess, that you know it has always got your back, you know who unconditionally loves you. Um, but I think the biggest thing is finding the peace in any situation that comes up. So good. So good. I love that. I think that, yeah, we don't have to pray for hours on end, but I love that you said just like saying that quick prayer because that's what it's about. It's about having that relationship and we can have it anytime, anywhere. We're never alone. God's always with us. So we can always talk to him and say that quick prayer. I get really distracted easily. Like literally I'll be praying and I'll be like, oh, I was praying and I'm thinking about this. But just having that practice of like just a quick prayer up to God and he knows our hearts. And I love that because that's such an important part of our life and of our journey with God is talking to him through prayer. So good. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us today that we didn't cover? Uh, I think we pretty much covered everything, but just to encourage everyone that you're not going to regret it, like wherever you are in your journey, whatever place you're in, whether you haven't surrendered your life to God completely or there's little parts that you're trying to hold on, I think that when we seek him, as I said, he's never going to say, no, I don't care about this relationship. I don't care about your marriage or your kids or your finances or Mm -hmm. you getting that car park that (laughs) he does care about all every little entwined detail. And I think when you look at how beautifully he's made each and every one of us, it's no surprise that he cares about that. So that would just be my encouragement to just give over your trust to God and um, and ask him for peace and guidance. And yeah, he's not going to not give it to you. Yes, I love it. So the theme throughout this was seek and surrender. And that is so good. And that is such a great place to start. See God and then surrender it all to him. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been so awesome. I'm really excited to have had you. And can you let everybody know where they can connect with you? Yes. So I also have a podcast, The Wholesome Mama, M-U-M-M-A, because Australian (laughs) uh, show, and Wholesome Mama on Instagram as well. But thank you so much for having me and letting me come and share a little bit of my story. Yes, I'm so glad you did. Thank you, Elise. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friend, I hope you enjoyed today's testimony as much as I did. As a reminder, if you ever want to come on and share your testimony, I would be absolutely honored to have you. So just send me a message and we will get you on. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and share this podcast so other women can be encouraged along with us and join our sisterhood. And don't forget to join our Wellness in the Word community on Facebook.